Money FM 89.3, the best of the breakfast huddle. Mind your business with the breakfast huddle only on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle with Elliot Danker and Ryan Huang. It's time now for Mind Your Business. Ryan, let me tell you this story. Mm. Once my wife and I were expecting some friends over and as I was setting the table, I put a green and white checkered tablecloth over it. Then my wife said, why? You miss going to Jack's place, is it? <laughs> That's branding right there, isn't it? It is, it is. It's one of those places where I grew up and I think my favourite outlet is that Parkway Parade. Ah. I remember it when I was a kid. It's probably older than I am because it's mm. been there for so long. Mm. Mine's the Ang Mo Kyo one. I mean, you remember and you associate it with the sizzling steaks, you know, people going from table to table with uh, gravy boats in hand. It's nearly as old as Singapore Jack's place, believe wow. it or not. Yeah, I'm interested to find out more about their backstory and of course, how they've managed to keep up and evolve. Yeah, yeah, especially with today's day and age where people's tastes are changing. Singaporeans' tastes are changing. Well, we've got the two chief operating officers in the studio with us. Alvin Say, chief operating officer for JP Pepperdine. Good morning, Alvin. Good morning. And also Jason Ong, chief operating officer for JP Pepperdine. Good morning. morning, Jason. Thank you for having us. Thanks a lot for coming by the studio. Ryan has had this question on his mind <laughs> since yesterday when we were selling this conversation. Ryan, you want to go for it? Hey, guys, who is Jack? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, it's an interesting um, question. Everyone always asks, who is Jack? And um, there's no one called Jack in the family. Jack is actually an original uh, British guy that actually started the business. So, um, of course, after that, he handed it over to my granddad. Oh. And that's where we uh, continued the business. So, who is Jack? Jack is the original person that started the business. Our family took over and carried on the business. So, right. now you Inspiration know. behind restaurant. Wow, that's a good story. So, I suppose let's talk a little bit about JP Pepperdine Group. It is, of course, a food and beverage services company. It's familiar to a lot of us. Could you tell us a little bit about it, its history here in Singapore? Yeah, uh, Jason? Yeah, uh, he has been uh, 56 years old, one year Ooh. younger than Singapore. That's why we always uh, remember that. Yeah. Before. Yeah. Yeah, it has uh, just placed at 13 outlets now. Yeah. I suppose it's, it's in, on that note of, of outlets, right, uh, Jason? Um, which is your favorite Jack's Place outlet? A uh, brass for me. A uh, brass pasta? Okay. Yeah. Uh, what about yourself, Alvin? Yeah, I'm on cue for me. <laughs> ah, yes, yeah. there we go. Uh, they want a lot of memories, uh, and 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 it is a a family business. You guys are cousins. Yes. Am I correct? To yes. Yes. Okay. So, what is the working dynamics like? I mean, the two chief operating officers. How does this go? <laughs> <laughs> I run the. I look after the front of the house, which okay. is the service side. Right. Oh well, so Alvin looks after the yeah. like, back of the house. Which so is the it's kitchen. like a good partnership that we have, uh, being um, cousins. Um, yeah. So. Jason take care of the front, mm. uh, the service side. Uh, as mentioned, I take care of the culinary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so just like a team. Uh, in fact, we even play soccer on Sundays together, like a team as well. Wow. What is it like, you know, growing up in this? I mean, I personally would call it a national icon <laughs> because it's been around that long. What is it like growing up in this family with this icon of a business? Um, well, it has its perks. Um, growing up with this uh, family, you know, um, I, 
you first you always see your parents uh, going to work and then um, they're very busy but of course we joined um, we, we visit uh, the restaurants together with them so mm-hmm. the perks will probably be uh, having free foods you know <laughs> that's growing up during then oh, yeah it's really good food Jason when did you decide to join the company to join the family business oh when I was young I was always thinking it's fun you know working together with the cousins but uh, you know in reality usually not the case yeah. everyone pursue different interests it was during one of my vacation when I was back in Singapore when I was doing my studies in uh Australia. Mm-hmm. My aunt got me involved in the, some of the management role. I was sitting during the uh, management meeting, uh, some of the discussion as an observer. Yeah, okay. And okay. I thought that hey, this could be where I'm heading to. Oh, that's yeah. that that's really interesting. I mean, business over the generations must have been run quite differently. And I want to get your opinions of this. I mean, how has it been different for you personally? Um, yeah. I, I guess um, the business run um, used to be a very family-driven one. Uh, of course, now we have tried to uh, professionalize it, okay. uh, employing more um, professionals within the, uh, the business itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that has probably evolved further from there. Mm. Just yeah. for the fun of it, I mean, it's got a unique taste, right? The food at Jack's Place. Do you guys have to know how to cook all the food? Is that like part of a criteria? Um, <laughs> that's, that's probably for me because I'm taking because care of the back cutting. Ah, yes, okay, yes, that's okay. probably for me. So, mm. uh, yeah, I definitely need to know the SOP, mm. the mm-hmm. cooking mm-hmm. procedures. Um, that's where actually every um, holiday, summer breaks, um, I I visit the kitchen, I help right. out in the kitchen as well. Mm. Yeah, though probably that's where the passion started as and, well. And you decided to, to join the family business from early on or, or did you do something else before? Yeah, I, I went out and muck around. <laughs> I was in Hong Kong for a while. Oh, nice. Yeah, so, but eventually um, there was a pit stop and now this is the final uh, location. Yeah. Okay. Gentlemen, we're going to get a bit of a sensitive part of the conversation and it's about weathering the storm. I mean, we've known Jack's place, we've seen it around and I want to get two different aspects, right? So first, let's talk about COVID-19. What was it like, you know, running operations front of this and then also at the back end? Can start with you? Uh, we were a little bit fortunate in the sense that we are already on the delivery platforms. Okay. Yeah, so we have to transit quickly. Yeah, uh, so in, in the aspect of the, the menu, the service side, there's not much changes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also develop a takeaway menu so customer can just pick and go. Right. Yeah. But like with staff, I mean, did you have to let go of staff? I mean, obviously you're on the delivery app, right? And we didn't know how long this pandemic right. would last. Stores were closed for a while. Then it was limited dining. So we, we, we engaged a pool of casual laborers as well right. during okay. this period. Uh, mm. So of course... We have to we have to start engaging them mm, uh, mm. during the lockdown, mm. but uh, we try to stagger our our staff schedule mm-hmm. so that everybody work a few days. We minimum unpaid leave as well. Right, right. Yeah, we keep. Unfortunately, I, I think fortunately we keep most of our staff. I would say that's nice. Yeah. And Jason, like right now, right? Are you struggling with retraining staff? And what are you looking at in terms of, or what do you see in terms of your customers returning? Is it almost back to full force, or are people a bit cautious because of talks of recession, inflation, that type of thing? What's your observation? Uh, when when it first opened up, yeah. uh, I think the the crowd is coming back. Yeah. Um, but in the last two months, I think there's the, the point of recession. There's a lot of things. Yeah, it's rumors playing about up, it. right? So, yeah. yeah, I think there's a slight decrease. Okay. 
Okay. Yeah. Uh, that must be quite challenging. Alvin, at the back end, during the COVID-19 situation, I mean, yes, there was demand via the delivery apps, but how did you guys cope? Um, yeah, I think it was uh, a tough period for us. Um, fortunately, before that, there was another um, crisis, uh, the Macau disease. Yes. So we learned a lot from that. Okay. Um, yeah, so when this time comes, I think uh, with a government advisory, so what we do is, um, I think we had a plan of a life and livelihood. We take care of the life first. We have a lot of our workers that are actually quite aged. We mm-hmm. ask them, you know, take a break during this time, let the young ones fight the fire, and then um, we still continue the salary so that um, they can have a like uh, money in- income as well. Yeah, so yeah. that was the challenge for us uh, during then. Yeah. yeah, so you want to keep, you know, a uh, different age group safe as right. well. Yes, that, that's yes, always correct. difficult. A lot of people talk about supply chain issues, you know, given even the conflict between Russia and Ukraine. What are you going through right now at the back end? <laughs> yeah, as you were sharing this, um, yeah, we had a recent container that was delayed for about a month and a half. <laughs> so <laughs> Tell we, us about it. Yeah, we Gosh. actually import our beef direct from New Zealand. Okay, okay. Yeah, so uh, yeah, supply chain issue was there. So yeah, we, we scrambled a bit here and there. Uh, fortunately, we have uh, storage in our facilities. So we managed to pull this through mm-hmm. and uh, continue to be able to serve uh, sticks to our customers. Right. Uh, yeah. So uh, are, there, are there, I don't know, do you mitigate food sources, multiple food sources, that type of thing? Yeah, of course, uh, our local purchasers, we work a lot with our partners as well. So fortunately, uh, it's kind of like we work uh, with the suppliers. Right. And sometimes when we have access, we uh, share with them. And since now we have a delay, mm. uh, we kind of uh, ask for their help as well. Yeah, I mean, a lot of communication these mm-hmm. days, a collaboration, right. the idea. Jason, I've got a fun one for you. I mean, I personally love how Jack's Place has been able to retain that form of tradition, that green and white branding. Yet at the same time, you can't help it, right? You got to keep things fresh. How do you manage that? Because <laughs> you're right in the front. How do you both manage that if you know, either one of you have an answer? I mean, um, the few f- signature and heritage, we have the checker tablecloth, yeah. um, the baked potato. So let's look at the checker tablecloth. It's iconic. Everybody remember yeah. that. But if you look at it, subtly you have changed. Now the checks has a bit of stripes in there. Ah. We try to play with a bit of... Uh, you yeah. know, modernizing it a bit, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it's it's also got that special feeling where you have to go to certain locations to look for a Jack's Place. Brass Pasa, as you mentioned. This one in Serangoon, Parkway Parade, Ang Mokyo. Do you ever think that you need to expand more? Do you ever think that this needs to be franchised? Are you happy keeping the current number that you have? I think for us, we are still looking for opportunities to expand. Sure, okay. But just that at this current climate, uh, it's a bit tough. Mm. We tend to be more prudent in our sorting of locations. Yeah, yeah. In October, in fact, you had Tenderloin Fest. <laughs> How do you come up with 10 different ways to enjoy Tenderloin steak? <laughs> just cut it and put it in your mouth, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Tenderloin is uh, actually one of our signature steak. Yeah, of course, uh, yeah. of the four cuts that we offer, it's the uh, least lean, leanest cut as well. Yeah. Uh, of course, we do have a few sauces that uh, it's always iconic to the restaurant, um, the black pepper, uh, and the brown sauce of course uh, now we have the fusion one mm. so we bring in a bit of fusion like a sambal oh yeah. right yes well, correct. try that mm-hmm. and it's also very family oriented and not only is it a family business 
families go there to enjoy birthdays and things like that. I mean, looking ahead for Jack's Place and J.P. Pepperdine, I mean, what's next for the group? How do you ensure it keeps that heritage, that icon status? Any thoughts on that? Yeah, some of the brand guidelines that we can't change, you know, our big potato, as Elvin mentioned. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the sizzling, st- the sizzling plate. Uh, that's uh, iconic to us, the yeah. jacket green, so we, we can't change that. But in terms of food menu, we try to be a bit more creative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, a la carte menu, we don't change that frequently. But we try to be more creative during the promotion of menus. Mm, mm. Yeah. Alvin, question for you. Because there's so many generations involved, right? Do the older generations interfere? <laughs> Good question. I don't think they're awake right now. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> well, um, I mean, I, I, I didn't have a chance to work with my Akong, but I have seen uh, Akong as a very hardworking person. Yeah. And he continues uh, down to uh, my dad, my aunt, uh, yeah, the family. So, yeah. I'm sure um, being a multi-generation business, they do interfere and that's part of uh, the business itself. Um, At home, you see them as a dad, but then at... uh at office, you see them as the boss. Yeah. yeah. So yes, they do interfere, and uh, you know that's part of the family business, and that's what probably uh, it's a unique part of us as well. Yeah, just might be tough, right? I mean, yeah. like uh, I work with this guy, but at home it's just family dinner. Yeah. <laughs> I think they are they are very used to it because they have been doing this for the last 40, 50 ah, years. True. True. Yeah, it's so difficult for them to let go totally as well. As well, gentlemen, to wrap it up, could I get your personal favorite dish from Jack's Place? Uh, Mine's the lobster soup. Oh, okay. (laughs) Filet mignon. Ah, there you go. I've been speaking with Alvin Say, Chief Operating Officer for JP Pepperdine, as well as Jason Ong, the Chief Operating Officer for JP Pepperdine. Gentlemen, thank you so much for your time this morning. Thank Thank you you very much. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.